And with me today, I've got Matt again, who's going to unpick the thorny issue of savings. Morning, Matt. Hi, Chris. Matt, how is it that people can actually save in difficult times? Well, it's an interesting question, isn't it? I know we know from all of the statistics out there that millions of people who just aren't saving. And we know from our experience that many of those people don't believe they're capable of saving. Either they've not got enough coming in or they've just got too much in the way of expenses. But we think there are ways for everyone to save. And one of the people that's convinced me of that over the years is a good friend of mine, a guy called Anthony Elliott, who's the founder of a charity called the Fair Banking Foundation, which is all about trying to get banks and other financial organizations like credit unions to do the right thing for their people and to support their financial well-being. I just recently spoke to Anthony and the first question I put to him was, how can we help people to save who just don't believe that they can do it? Well, it's quite surprising that uh, people in that position frequently do manage to do it by making it easy for them to do so. And there's really a long track record of this. Having said that, one must recognise that people with no savings are not alone. There's ever such a lot of people who've both never managed to save and have no savings. Uh, But that's quite an exciting opportunity because what we've seen is people get so much benefit, so much sense of well-being out of having managed to start saving. But I wonder, what do you think about how things have changed for people? You know, we see all the statistics out there about the demise of cash, and especially with the pandemic, people now paying contactless for everything and everything's on your phone or on an app. And there was a time when people with physical cash would maybe put some aside in a jam jar for this or that reason. Do you think that maybe this new world that we're all living in with everything computerised and on on our smartphones makes it somehow harder for people to save? Well, I think it is more difficult because when you look at what really works in terms of savings, a lot of the time we're trying to go back to having that kind of approach, the sort of jam jars, did work very well. And now with technology, a lot of the time we're trying to create like different accounts for different purposes. And clearly money is complicated. And if we break it down, it's more easy to get control of it. And also it, it improves how we feel about it if we know, you know, we've got a little bit of money there for the holiday uh, to pay for some emergency if it should arise. So it becomes very important to put it in different places for different purposes. And what do you think about saving towards a goal? Is that an important thing to get motivated with saving? I think it is important. It definitely makes a difference. Having said that, the key is that the goal isn't overambitious. Because if you set the goal in a way that um, you find it too difficult to achieve it, people will become dispirited. So the key is to start small with amount that you can afford and then grow from there. But to be frank, the, the most important thing rather than the goal is actually to get started because particularly if you haven't managed to save before, you have no savings, you just need to get started and you know get into a good habit. And is it important, do you think, to have a particular thing in mind that you want to buy maybe it's Christmas maybe it's the school uniforms that come around each year or 
or perhaps it's just a funding case of emergency. What do you think about that? Do we need to have something particular in mind when we start saving? It will be the most effective thing if it is about the item, because you want to feel motivated about your savings. It's great if it's for the children's clothes, or it may even be to pay for the next car insurance or something like that that's going to come up in a year's time. Another savings goal that many people have is um, rainy day or emergency fund. And again, it provides a great sense of satisfaction, reassurance to have that kind of pot. If, If you haven't got one of those, it's often a good place to start just because you know that if there is a rainy day, something happens, you have got something to draw on. And how about ways that people can save then, Anthony? There are all sorts of accounts and facilities out there. You could just have a normal bank account. Maybe you've got a post office account for your benefits or pension. Maybe you've got a credit union account. I mean, what do you think about that? What are the best ways we can set about saving? I would say that the credit union account is a good place to start. And I say that because you're likely to get help from the credit union in terms of working out whether you can afford what you've got in mind. And they're very used to people having relatively small amounts of savings. And the other thing I would say is if it's possible um, to save through your employer, then that is a very good place to start. Because possibly more important than the account is the method. And a very good method is to have it taken straight away before you feel like it's your money. I have it taken straight out of your income, your salary, your wages. And the response to this from people who do it is is they really love it uh, because it feels like they never had the money. But on the other hand, they can see it growing. And if you can't do it that way, then the other important thing to do is to set it up that way. So set up a standing order or whatever arrangement you can have that means that it goes as soon as you're paid. You know, if it's £5 a month or £2 a week, whatever it is you're getting started with, have it go quickly into that savings account and see it grow. I don't know about you, Anthony, but it feels to me like maybe there's been a shift in the culture in this country away from culture and an ethic around saving. People spend on credit cards and they're taught that that's the way they they should be. And You know, what do you think? Have we, have we fallen out of saving? A lot of people do save. So it would not be true to say that we are no longer a, a country of savers. Um, strangely, um, with the pandemic, of course, a lot of people have saved involuntarily. There hasn't been so much to spend one's money on. And so people have gone back to saving. I think having said that, we are less a nation of savers than we were. And partly this is because of credit cards, other forms of ways of spending have made it so easy to spend more than we've earned um, that actually we have moved away from that culture. But nonetheless, many people are saving and I think it's interlinked with the importance of it for your well-being. And really, it ranks second. I mean, the first thing is to have manageable levels of debt. Okay, so make sure that your debt is under control. But the second thing is to have savings, and it improves your well-being. 
And finally, Anthony, I wonder what you think about the rates of interest these days. The Bank of England rate at rock bottom and banks paying next to nothing. What incentive is there to save in a savings account anyway? Why don't we just stick it under the mattress? What members say and savers say is that clearly they want to be able to trust that their money is safe. And in a bank or a credit union, the money is going to be safe. So that is a very important point. But picking up on the interest, the evidence for this is for that these relatively small amounts, when you're trying to save up for things, really the interest isn't the key issue. The key issue is whether you're managing to save regularly and whether the interest rate is 1% or 5% really isn't going to make that much difference to how much you've saved. I mean, obviously, you want to have a fair rate of interest. You know, you don't want some of the rates are very low for a savings account, but you aren't going to get a very good savings rate anywhere at the moment. That is not a reason not to save because the benefit is going to come from having got the money together to pay for something or to have the rainy day fund that I was talking about earlier. That was fascinating listening to Anthony. I've always worried about never having enough money for the rainy day. I mean, I know people talk about rainy day, but there genuinely is emergencies that come along. And that could be anything from a funeral to a car to anything. I mean, just having that rainy day money, easy to get at. And what I did do was spoke to some people on the high street, and this is what they said. Well, I just have a savings account. Um, And then other things such as I've got pets. I have pet insurance for those sort of emergencies. What's in the ISA? There's not exactly a load in there, but that's the emergency fund, basically. I do have some money put away. Um, I have tried to uh, change career, which has cost me some money, so I don't have as much as I used to have. But generally, if I if I don't put away each month, even if it's something like £100, I am get quite annoyed with myself, because I, so I do try to save every month if possible. I just include it in my savings in case anything does happen, then my savings is there for if I really needed it for an emergency. So, Matt... What do you think? People clearly do have various means of saving for rainy days or emergencies, but it's just really about savings in general, isn't it? You know, people can overcomplicate things. And we know from lots of research and things that have been done over the years that financial affairs, be that saving or borrowing or whatever it might be, they're not the sort of thing that people really want to think about often. It's something you put off. And, and in doing that, you can make it seem scarier than it is. And I think really saving is quite simple. When, when you come down to it, you just need to get into a habit of putting a bit aside. Start off with something small. And before you know it, you'll have a bit of a, a pot behind you just in case you need it. I think that's what Anthony was saying. And those guys on the street are saying the same things about getting into that habit and that's really the most important now i know the credit union's got thousands of savers do they see their savings amount or the amount that they're giving the credit union on their pay slips well those of us those of the members that pay by payroll deduction will see the amount coming off on their pay slip absolutely that's not the only way that people can save with us but they do and then of course we do have the facility via the website and on the nevo app whenever you need to check your balance and see how much you've got you can do that and you can withdraw money so this nevo app if there's somebody listening right now that that's never joined a credit union can they just go on on the website get the nevo app and join 
Yeah, absolutely. Head to the website and you can either download the Nevo app and join that way or you, you, we have forms on the website you can fill in just to capture those basic details from you and then we take it from there. You can request a withdrawal online and all working days, bank holidays and weekends aside, we'll get that money out to you the same day if you request it by 3 for I can get a balance in the middle of the night if I needed it? Oh yeah, you can get balances 24-7. Whenever you need to, you just log in and check your account. You can see how much you've got saved. Matt, great talking to you again. Thanks for unmystifying savings for us. Thank you, Chris.